Hello and welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I am your host, Scott Minton. Today we are sitting down with Opo Fanboy, Mr. Josh himself. How are we doing today, sir? I'm doing well because I've got some beer in front of me. That's right. Today we're going to shake it up and, and instead of talking about bourbon by itself, we're going to be talking about bourbon finished beers. So uh, you were lucky enough to grab one of the Old Forester Birthday Bourbon Goose Island Stouts, and I was lucky enough to get a Larceny barrel-finished uh, Bur- Goose Island bourbon. Uh, it's called Caramella L. So those are the two we're going to be talking about. We're going to go over the flavor, what we think we like about them, if there's something that maybe is missing that we feel like, and just kind of go from there. So You said I was lucky enough to have acquired it, but... I paid a pretty penny at, I'll call it air quotes, retail at Old Forester's gift shop, uh, but they made me buy a bottle of 1910, or 19, 1920, 1920, you're yeah. right, a bottle of 1920, and I don't hate it, because no. I enjoy 1920, but I had to bottle, buy a bottle of 1920 just so I could buy this $50 bottle of beer. Yep. They quoted it to me. I was like, I already have a 1920, and then I really don't need another Glencairn because that's really what it boiled down to. Like, they made you buy the Glencairn with it. Right. That's where I got my, you know, eighth Glencairn from Old Forester uh, was when I had to buy this. But I think it was a combo deal, somewhere around 130 bucks. You got the bottle of 1920. You got the 16.9 ounces of Bourbon County brand stout. That was finished in a 2019 Old Forester birthday bourbon barrel, reigning in at 14.6%. Reigning in? Why do, you, why do you always sound like it's a boxer? It is, man. Because it will a, knock you on your ass if you drink too much of it. It's a damn heavy hitter. <laughs> all right? You drink one of these things, I'll buy your lonesome, and you'd probably go to sleep. Uh, I'd probably go to sleep anyway. I, I'm, I'm, I'm fat and lazy, so <laughs> sleep is pretty common for me. Well, I've been up since, you know, the typical for me is about 4 a.m., so, you know, usually late in the evening when we're... Do you get up at 4 on Saturday, too? Uh, this morning was about 3.45. Why the fudge would you do that? I got up, I had a cup of coffee, sat on the couch with the dog, watched the news, perused the interwebs, you know. Then I eventually even got on a treadmill because, you know, it's the beginning of 2021, and I told myself I was going to do that. So Weber and I... Along with Toby, we decided we're going to walk a walk slash run a thousand miles this year. Good freaking luck! So I, I have tried to do that on multiple occasions, and I always derail. So I'm in two days, and I'm I have a uh, roughly nine miles in two days. So I did five miles yesterday and four miles today. Okay, so is this miles counted by your watch, or is this miles like? You logged four miles. It's not your total steps walk through the day. No, it's like actual like going on walks. Like I took my dog for like a mile walk and then I walked 3.1 by myself. I did a little 5K loop around our neighborhood. So what's that a month? You're roughly what, 90, 85 miles a month? 89. Okay. 89 miles a month. I think it's 88.2. I just rounded up to 89. But uh, it's roughly three miles a day. 2.78, I think, is the number you have to walk every single day. So, well, freaking thanks for including me, Jackass. Well, if you want to join in, join in, man. I'm Did four, you walk today? I'm four miles in for You're, the year. So, see, there you go. You, you don't have to play that much catch up. As you can see, we're on day two of the year. So Yeah. 
No, don't, we don't have to tell them it's January 2nd. We could lie and say it's like <laughs> February 3rd or something. Of course, this episode will drop before then. So, Hey, I'm probably at some point going to say that, hey, I've told my wife I haven't bought any bourbon at all this year. And it's probably worthwhile to note that it is the second day of the year. Yes. It's like my wife duly noted that she has not bought anything off of Amazon yet this year. You know, mine did the same, but it was yesterday. I doubt she could say that today. Really? <laughs> I, uh, a matter of fact, I returned something on Amazon. I, I bought my wife. Uh, she she has a special type of deodorant that she loves. You don't need to talk about that stuff on air. That's okay. She she, she loves it. And then um, we they stopped making it. So like we found a place on Amazon that we thought was what we were buying, and we just got the regular brand of what she buys, like the the super super strength stuff of. So I don't know. I actually I told you I stopped at Target for. Uh... It's not curbside pickup, but drive-up pickup there, and that's what I was doing at Target was getting some degree deodorant drive-up pickup. There you go. Degree, huh? My wife said it was uh, too expensive on Amazon, so she got on Target, and I had to drive through and fight traffic to get You don't there. use right guard because when your left, right guard takes a left? You I'm know? always right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, then. Let's get started here. Um, let, let's. I, I'm going to start with this ale because, you know, I, I'm actually kind of curious about it after getting a couple of sniffs and just a tiny sip so i did not know that goose island did an ale as a part of their bourbon county uh product or product line that they put out with all of their bourbon at the end of the year so i didn't actually look this year at what all was put out because there was only really one that interested me to go and spend stupid money for Right, which was the the birthday bourbon because that was really fanboy cliche for me to go buy it. It seemed like a must that you should go get that. And, and, I, and you're and not I did. you're not a big weeder, so you didn't go after the Weller Twelve or no. any of those. And I did not go get in line on Black Friday, which is when all these were put out. Uh, for the for the listeners that may not know, at least in the the Louisville market, they do a Black Friday. Uh, I like to call it a dark beer release, but a Black Friday black beer release yep. for the most of the stouts. And the keg used to do a Black Friday, and I think they did it this year, but they said they weren't going to have anything worth lining up for. So I don't know. Yeah, who knows? You know, I have I've gone out and I've gotten in line in previous years for the uh, the bourbon the Goose Island Bourbon County Stout release. I've stood in line at Total Wine. I've not stood in line at Liquor Barn, but I know I've seen it when going in there for something else. So, so I will say I I really do prefer the Goose Islands over the KBSs, and I know a lot of people love the KBSs. Um, but this ale to me, I, I really like it. I mean, the more I the more I dive into it, the more I'm enjoying it. It does need to be cold though. I will say I'm glad we uh, decided to drink this one first because I will say a stout. I'm okay at room temperature. Usually when I get my Guinness, I let it sit for. Five, ten minutes before I ever, you know, sip on it anyway. Guinness is just not, it's like weak sauce. It's like you complaining at me because I'm drinking an 86 proof whiskey and it's just not strong enough. Guinness is just like water at this point. I don't disagree. I'm just saying that, you know, that, that was kind of my gateway drug into dark beers. You know, it's kind of like you, when you, when you first time you tried Obfo, it was, you know, 90 proof 1910 was kind of the thing that got you you know oh man i love ofo you know that type of thing you know so for me when i started drinking dark beer when i when i moved away from miller light bud light miller genuine draft all the shit that we drank milwaukee's best light 
you know, I never really liked the beast. Um, but I know there's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of folks out there that do. Um, I was, like I said, I, I'm probably a MGD, you know, fan. I, I was a Miller genuine draft was probably what I mainly drank, you know, in a pinch. I would, I would do some, some, some Coors, uh, but straight Coors, not Coors Light. Coors? Coors. Okay, I was confused at what you were saying there for a minute. What? I thought you were saying cougars. Oh, I like cougars too. My <laughs> wife is nine months older than me. <laughs> and you're a lucky guy. <clears throat> Absolutely. I definitely married up. So, so th- this, this what is it? Caramella is it's what it's the it caramella. It's finished in a larceny barrel. It comes in at, like you said, 14.6 on the ABV side. So when we first poured it and you took a drink, you said you could really get that bourbon flavor to it. I, I'm getting a tremendous amount of caramel flavor in it. It's a very sweet. I'm probably going to feel overwhelmed with sugar when I go back to drinking the stout because I had drank a fair amount of the stout before this one, but a very sweet flavor bomb. To yeah, this no, stout. absolutely. I, a matter of fact, I mean, it says it says it's a big, uh, and I'll say it like you say, it, a caramel bomb. Um, but I also get a lot of villain. You aren't going to call it a caramel bomb. Were you? That's what I'll say. I say <laughs> caramel. I mean, you can make fun of me all you want. We've been down this road, I don't know, five, six times on the show already. So <laughs> There are multiple A's in there. Yeah, I know. It's not like the city of Indianapolis, right? Caramel. That's right. I had to think about where you were going there with that, but yes. Uh, good beer. Um, definitely worth buying. This would be one if you had a shot at getting this and you had somebody that was not a big beer drinker that you could pour them, you know, a four ounce shot of this and let them sip on that for a few minutes. And they would probably really like it. Yeah. I don't, I don't disagree. Um, the bourbon may be a little overwhelming. It does have just enough of that. I'm not getting any of that. You're not getting any bourbon on this at all. Not at all. Really? And I don't know if I drank too much of the stout. Maybe that's it. I'm not getting any bourbon. I literally only took a couple of sips of the stout, but I, I get a lot of bourbon on this thing. It's real heavy on the backside, like it's it's on the finish. It's kind of really kind of, it almost gives you the, the old school Kentucky hug. Gives you a little bit of that warm, like fuzzy feeling in the back part of your throat. And God, I got none of that, Scott. I, I'm. It's a flavor bomb, but I'm I'm not picking up bourbon. I'm picking up caramel apples. Yep. In this thing, and not like. You know, the caramel we claim you get when you're butterscotch, you claim you're getting when you're drinking whiskey or bourbon. No. This is just downright caramel. No, it's sweet. It's definitely sweet, but I, I definitely get the bourbon flavor. And maybe it's just I'm getting the fl- the bourbon flavor from the warmth. Like I said, I'm getting a little bit of that nice, warm Kentucky hug in the center part of my chest. And and it's a, it's, it's a damn fine pour. I'm going to have that nice face red glow after drinking this oh, abs- beer. A- absolutely. After we finish both these beers, it's going to be a little bit of that glow. You know, The worst part is, too, it'll make you a little full. You know? It's a good beer, though. Um, very enjoyable. Um, I would definitely buy it, but I'm sure you can't find it. So there were six still on the shelf at Cox's when I was there when I picked these up. So I was just okay. over there just a few days ago. It was, well, it, pro- it was before New Year's, so there might not be any left. But there were six at the time when I was there. So you just recently picked it up. I did. Yep. Yep. I picked up the birthday bourbon, Bourbon County, and I picked up just a standard Goose Island Bourbon County release. Gotcha. I haven't opened the other, but you made reference to a KBS not too long ago or just a few minutes ago. I had cracked open a KBS that was probably two years old, but was sitting in my beer fridge down in my bourbon room. And 
I really enjoyed that KBS. And I don't know if it was just, you know, it had been a month since I'd had a beer or if it was at the end of a really long day or I was just really doggone thirsty. But I really enjoyed the KBS when I had it. Or all the above. Could have been all of the above. And I bought it probably two years ago. Somebody was like, hey, you got to try this. And it could have even been that I bought it at a Black Friday release maybe two years ago. So, hmm. you know, I don't think many beers make it in my house that long. You know what, man? I, I've i really been, especially over the last year, on a very strong bourbon kick. And very few beers have come into the house over the last year. Uh, we did pick up some random... Uh, so I'm a Miller light drinker if I'm drinking light beer, but we picked up a 12 pack of the Bud Light orange. Oh man. And it was like a creamsicle, man. That thing was for a light beer. Uh, it was phenomenal. So I, I don't know. We haven't had a whole lot of beer come in, but we've had a lot of bourbon come into the house and they were all $40 bottles, obviously that I tell my wife. Um, but lots of bourbon coming into the house. Not a lot of beer other than probably this one. I feel like the dollar amount changes quite a bit with you and your wife. Sometimes it's $25. Sometimes $25. Sometimes it's 30 Sometimes it's 40 Yeah, that would be like the high end. <laughs> so these beers were 20 bucks a piece. At least mine was. Yours was more expensive. This was nineteen ninety nine. Um, God, we just drank $70 worth of beer, Scott. Who cares? Not me. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. Um, but... I I think it's worth it. I mean, I, I got to be honest with you. Um, being a unique pour, um, I do like a good L. This is more like an English L, if I can ex- describe that for people. It's already got some of those sweet flavors that um, your English L's will have. It's not an IPA or anything that's hoppy. It's, it's strictly just a straight, darker English L. It's got a little bit of a, almost like I would say like an ESB, um, which is an English Special Bitters. Is it English special bitters? I always thought it was extra special bitters. Um, there's well, they have an extra special, but there's English makes their own very special kind that they do. Um, have you ever heard of Old Speckled Hen? Of course. So that's what it, their ESB is is that that English style. So when I was uh, in grad school, fifth, six, seventeen years ago, I had to do some math there. Now that we're in twenty one, I got odd numbers. So. Um, I was in, in grad school and Flanagan's, you're familiar with Flanagan's over Flanagan's pub over on Baxter in Louisville. Well, that had become my place to go. And they had a century club of beers, a hundred different beers. You drank all different 100 of them and you got your name on a mug and you got a mug. So, um, that was really my, my introduction to beer other than, you know, the typical, Milwaukee's best light or the typical Miller light. And it really opened you up to trying different things. And you spent a lot of money doing it, a hundred different beers at a bar, but they had really good stuff. And that's where I first had old speckled hen. I think I had some, just an enormous variety of dark stout beers and ESBs and, you name it, they had it, but that was the way that I got introduced to different beers. So I started my beer drinking um, back at the New Albanian, back when it was just called Sports Time Pizza in Rich, Richo's Pub. Richo's. 
Um, and that's before they actually started brewing their own beer. But I started off with things like Chimay in the Bottle, um, Adventinius, um, Eisenbach, uh, what's the one, uh, with the little monks on it, St. Bernardus. So, oh, dude, so, the ABT-12? <clears throat> yeah, so the ABT-12. There's also a St. Bernardus ABT. Um, there's a St. Bernardus. I can't remember the other one. but So that's what I grew into loving as far as beer goes. and then it, Belgium beers? Yeah, well, I love the, the Trappist monks, man. They make some good shit, right? Chimay, the... The St. Bernardus, um, all those things. Adventinius was a, like an Eisenbach from uh, Germany, but it was super, super refreshing, nice, had enough hop to it to where, you know, you get a good flavor. So that's where that kind of started. And then I joined the loggers, I guess, the next summer when I was actually old enough to drink legally. Was that where you <laughs> cut trees down? No, the loggers, L-A-G-E-R-S, which would mean that they make beer. Uh, oh, the okay. Louisville All Grain Extract Research Society. Oh, my God, you're a nerd. You know, so I learned how to make beer with all grain, um, learned how to keg it, learned how to do all the, the fun things that went with all that. And I did that for a good, I don't know, I'm going to say 10 years pretty constantly or consistently where we were making that. We were making mead. We were making, you know, stouts, porters, you know, all those type of things that I like. Never been an IPA guy, so it never was nothing. It was nothing that I really had to, you know, make or, or do. But I, I would make one every every blue moon to just split up with my buddies, and I would take it to a party and get rid of it as fast as I could. I hear you. So we, we digress, and we got way, way, way off. Well, we're talking beer. Bourbon so County okay Stout to talk topics. County. So, but I made a lot of stouts, and one of my favorite stouts was an oatmeal stout. Ooh. But Who I, makes the oatmeal, the famous oatmeal stout? Uh, there's one, and I can't recall what it is. And I keep wanting to say John L. Smith, but that's football and U of L and um, oatmeal style. There's a Smiths or Smithix or Smithix. Yeah, Smithix is remember. Smithix is a, is more like a Smithix is it's like an English like style black ale. I mean, it's not okay. it's not even a stout. So oh good. But you can do a blacksmith, which is a half Guinness, half Smithix, and then um, black and tan. No, that's called a, it's called what I said, a blacksmith. I'm asking you, what is a black and tan? A black and tan is what uh, half Guinness, half harps, and then the other one is a half and half, which is half Guinness, half bass. Okay, I've had all of those, but I would never have been able to keep them all separate or apart yeah. to remember. Which and I'm, which. I may have I may have the black and tan and and uh, the. Those are just things that were really cool half. when you were out at a bar to say, "Hey, I'll have a black and tan." Right. Yep. And so I and. I will say that, you know, shame on me for forgetting, but it, I possibly could have those split backwards. I would tell you it's been at least 10 years since I've had any of those mixed beer drinks. I used to get an Irish car bomb every time I went to... <laughs> oh, my God. Which is Bailey's and Guinness? Um, no, I think it's like getting a Jameson and Guinness or... Maybe, I don't remember. It's some kind of Irish whiskey and poured into a beer, and then you drop it in. You, Again, it's been at least you 10 literally years. literally chug it. At least 10 years since I was Supposedly it tastes like Dr. Pepper, which it didn't. Now you're talking about like flaming Dr. Peppers or something, which was Dr. Pepper and SoCo and I don't know. Who remembers? Who uh, remembers? Who remembers? Those this, are my those are my younger days. I try not to remember too much about that. All right. So this birthday bourbon, uh, Goose Island Bourbon County Stout, really good. Uh, it, it's kind of like syrup, 
to an extent. I mean, it's very, it's a very thick beer, very potent beer. Um, it's a good one. I, I haven't, so I, I wish I would have brought one of the just regular Goose Islands to try it side by side to, to really see the difference in what the barrel, the bourbon barrel finishes, but. Oh, it adds a lot. Does it? It absolutely adds a lot. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't have any Goose Island upstairs. I just I didn't think I could drink that many beers tonight. No, no, I, I don't. I don't think it's a good idea, especially if we're gonna, you know, drink anything else. Which I know, whenever we get together, typically bourbon gets gets consumed what? regardless. <laughs> Anyways, it's a it's a good beer. I would tell you it's not worth fifty bucks. The twenty dollar uh, caramella that you have totally worth twenty bucks. The birthday bourbon Goose Island not worth fifty. And I did see them selling on the secondary between 80 and 100, and that's just stupid. Well, you know, sometimes you just want to try something, right? Right, and that's why I paid 50 bucks for it, because right. I just wanted to try it, but not worth it. Not worth paying 80 for or 50, huh? No, and I realized I paid a, a higher price dollar for the 1920 that I bought when I had to buy it, and for the Glencairn and whatever, but anyways, we tried it. It was good. I wouldn't pay that much money for it. Now, again. see, after drinking the caramella, now going to this, this still, this is still pretty sweet. I mean, for for a stout, and it's supposed to be what sixty IBUs. I think you said when you read the mash bill or the yeah, the actual uh, notes on it. Um, still pretty sweet. It's very syrupy to me, and I don't know if that's a good way to describe it, but it feels it's a very thick, um, viscousy. <laughs> Toby's word, huh? <laughs> Toby's word. <laughs> very thick, viscousy beer. It does. It does. It's very heavy. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely say that it's heavy. It's got. It's got great legs, though. I mean, it, like it. It's it. It it sticks to your ribs, man. When you drink this, it, it goes. It coats the entire portion of your mouth. Goes all the way down. Gives you that warm Kentucky hug. It, it, it it's a good solid pour. I just don't know that it's eighty bucks. Again, you and that Kentucky hug here. I. I'm not getting it, but I must have just drank too much whiskey today. Have you been drinking already today? Well, it is in the afternoon, and you can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning. I know, but damn, it's it's Saturday. It's, and It's man, a weekend. It's not even that late, but, you know, I mean, I'm proud of you if you have been drinking. Don't get me wrong. I, I, hear I should have been drinking after watching IU played as bad as they did today. <laughs> but uh, uh, I, I was not. I, I try not to uh, try not to drink too much during the day if I know I'm going to drink a bunch at night. I hear you, Chief. Yesterday, I uh, I think it was yesterday, maybe it was maybe it was New Year's. I poured a pot of coffee and had some bourbon cream with it. Oh man, is that not good? <laughs> it was really good. And then I had some of these little imitation creamers that I went to after that the next day, and I was like, "Well, that crap's not worth drinking." It's really not. You know, I I tell you. Um... When I started drinking the Bailey's Irish cream in my coffee, it just it, it just changed the level of the game quite a bit. Um, matter of fact, I've already pounded off that entire bag of uh, Quills coffee. Now I will say it was a little weak. Um, Quil- Quills is this? Uh... So Quills did a Starlight. Um, oh, I finished remember. rye um, barrel. It was called like I don't remember the Siren or something like that. It was, I think it was the KBC one. But anyway, um, I drank pretty much all that coffee but um over the course of the last three weeks since i got that bag but you, i had you to drink a whole bag of coffee in so, three weeks uh, yes and and that was with mixing mixing with um 
Star, I mean, with uh, Starbucks, um, Cafe Verona. So we like really, really dark, robust coffee. Does Becky drink it too? Yes. Okay. But she was not a fan of the rye. <laughs> She's like, ooh, that tastes like bourbon. And I was like, yeah, I like it. <laughs> but I was, I, I drank it straight a little bit with a, just, just a touch of sugar to give it some sweetness. And then I was like, you know what? That's not bad that way. Um, but I wanted to see what it was like. So then I put a little bit of the Buffalo Trace um, bourbon cream in there. I was like, damn, that's, that's pretty good. So we had a, I bought a bottle of the bourbon cream somewhere around Thanksgiving you and Matt and Toby had done an episode sometime, I want to say back in November, that was about bourbon cream. And I had never tried it because I have a mild lactose intolerance, but I, I did. I bought a bottle. I tried it. I tried it with some Freddy's. I loved it. I tried it just neat, just bourbon cream, and it was awesome. And then I tried it in coffee. All are great. Yes. So the Buffalo Trace is definitely good all three ways. I will say, though, the Barton, which I can get you some if you want it. I've got some here. I'm okay. It's super good on its own, and it's pretty good in root beer. I do not recommend it with coffee. The The root beer, like a root beer float with the bourbon cream, I mean, that was amazing. I, I, just crazy good. So, Did you see where Freddie released his own ginger ale? No, I have not seen that. I don't, I don't keep up with Buffalo Trace stuff quite that much. It was a Facebook commercials, what I saw. So I, I saw it and I was like, you know, hey, look at that. Freddie's going to make him some uh, some ginger ale. So I, I'm excited to try it to see if it's got enough bite for me. Because you know me, I like fancy ginger ale. I hear you. So I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm looking at this bottle and I keep seeing bourbon. I'm the Bourbon County uh, Old Forester bottle. And you keep seeing all these people that are repurposing bourbon bottles. And I'm wondering if this would be a really cool glass if you went and cut the top off the bottle and just had kind of a a drinking glass out of it. You know, it would make a pretty cool glass. The only thing that would suck is you would lose the goose at the top because of where it's at. It's so far up, you wouldn't be able to use that. And Yeah, I but guess. It, but it would make a nice little cool, you know, little 10-ounce glass or 12-ounce glass. Um, but, yeah, absolutely, because it... It's it's a good looking it's a good looking bottle. I mean, you got all the raised lettering and everything else that goes with it. Well, cool. Both beers were great. Um, I actually like the Caramella better, um, but the Birthday Bourbon Stout is still very good. Good deal. Good deal. So, just to kind of piggyback onto this, so we said you know Black Friday Bourbon season. What were what were some of your best finds this year? Oh, best finds. Well, you know, we hadn't been doing any camping out at all this year. No. At least I hadn't. You may have. I hadn't. Not really. But I think uh, the only one we really kind of did to, together was the day that they released the Odefo birthday bourbon. Dude, so that's what I was going to say. The uh, I was able to acquire a 2019 and 2020 Old Forester birthday bourbon. And we really, you know, standing there in line, we weren't certain what we were going to be able to get until maybe a half hour, 45 minutes until the door opened. But we got there. I think you got there somewhere around 530. Yeah, that sounds about right. I showed up a little bit after six um, and then the doors opened at 11 o'clock. So a good five, five and a half hours worth of sitting out in quasi cold. At least the morning started out cold. Um and we acquired, we both acquired 2019 and 2020 bottles of birthday bourbon 
and they were selling it as a combo at the gift shop there at Old Forester. So I would say that was the highlight. Um, fortunately, I've been able to acquire all three of the Old Forester 150th anniversary batch ones, two, and three. I know. Uh, some because of you. That's okay. And others because of a very generous liquor store that I put my name on the list and called me just a week in the last week. And I will tell you, that made my day to have a liquor store call me when I'd put my name on a list like two months earlier. And they call me and say, hey, is this Josh? And I'm like, yeah, we have a 150th anniversary batch three for you. I'm like, hell yes, I'm on my way. Right. Save it. So, so I, I would tell you, the fanboy in me has been pretty excited to get the the 150th anniversaries and the birthday bourbons. What else did I get? I just recently walked into another liquor store, got three days ago, two days ago. I don't know, right. New, Year, New Year's Eve maybe. Mm-hmm. I went in New Year's Eve and I was just going to see because this liquor store traditionally does a. Christmas week release of bourbons. They didn't have much of anything. I did pick up the Restoration Rye. Okay. Uh, yeah. With a little 2020 sticker on it or a metallic uh, thing on it because, you know, everybody's, Fuck got, 2020. everybody's <laughs> got to remember 2020. But I was going up to the, the counter to buy it. And I guess right when I was walking away from the counter, this liquor store had set a bottle aside for a regular customer. And it was the Woodford Masters collection. Very uh, fine, rare bourbons. Very fine, rare collection number, what, 16? 16, yeah. 16, I think it was, in their new bottle. Mm -hmm. Um, And somebody just said they didn't want it. They were getting ready to put it on their shelf behind the counter. And I said, hey, uh, you don't even need to make space for it. I'll buy it. So, you know, excited to get something different that uh, I had seen on all the Bourbon Club pages flying off the shelves at Liquor Barn and Total Wine. So for me, the the highlights were, A, the birthday bourbons. I was able to procure all of the 150s, um, but I did trade one of them to you because I knew that it was more important for you to have the, the three than, I mean, the number one than, than it was for I. Thank you. So I'm hoping that I can find a one in the near future. Um, but uh, If not, you can open the one at my house. My highlight, though, was I did get a phone call, um, and uh, my local lady at the liquor store called me and said, Scott, I, I've got either a Pappy Tenure or a GTS. What would you like? And I, <laughs> GTS all day long for me. You're so. such a tater. It's not a Pappy Tenure. Come on, man. <laughs> Old Rip Van Winkle. We don't need all the bourbon taters smacking you around calling no. ORVW a Pappy. I know, but it, it still is Pappy. People can say what they want to say. They What'd can, you get? They can be a punk if they want. I'm always going for GTS. I mean, like... It, you know, the only way I'm probably not going to go for GTS is if something that was astronomically valuable, way more valuable, that I could trade for a GTS and something else. But the GTS is always going to get going to going to be there because it's it's one of my it, it is my favorite pour. I mean, I I don't know why I would say it's one of my favorite pours. It is my favorite pour. You know, I, I've not had anything that to me that is better than GTS other than 2019 being a slight disappointment. I really want to get a bottle of the Thomas H. Handy, the THH. Yep. I, I don't know why. I just, something about it just sounds really intriguing for me to try something that old. So stay away from 2019. 
And the only reason I say that is because 2019 should not even have been called Thomas H. Handy. Um, I I felt that way. And then I talked to four or five other people that are massive Handy uh, fans, and they were all in the same opinion. That was not a typical Handy. So Mm -hmm. anything other than 2019, you should be very excited about getting. I keep staring at your bourbon uh, collection over there, and I see this bottle poking up in the middle that's a 1977 Old Forester Dusty that I think you recently acquired. I did. I'm super excited about that one. That is my birth year. I will I will crack that in May when it's my birthday. Unless, you know, something super crazy happens between now and then that forces me to open it. Um, but uh, that, that that is the cue. I, I, I was going to wait until I turned 45, but I can't. I don't think I can wait a full year and four or five months to open it, so pretty cool bottle to have recently acquired it was and 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 oddly enough it was a german store pick so it was an export that got sent back over to the united states where it belongs um isn't that crazy how some of these bottles will travel thousands of miles away and then they end right back up you know maybe 50 to 60 miles away from where they originated yeah, absolutely. I mean, well, hell, Matt got the the eleven year Heaven Hill, the one that was finished in Scotland. I think it's been six years in the U.S. and five years in Scotland aging. No, that's pretty cool. So, um, but it's a hundred and thirty something proof. So I don't know if that's going to be something you're going to be real excited about. Come on, man! Y'all have slowly ramped me up throughout the year. <laughs> so you're ready? Yeah, COVID has made me ready for anything. <laughs> So, well, good deal, good deal. So, uh, if you're going to go out, you're going to look for some Goose Island stuff. And Josh is saying take a take a pass on the Old Forester birthday bourbon at fifty bucks because it's just not really worth it. We are both saying you should definitely buy for twenty dollars the Caramella if you see it. Caramella, Caramella, Caramella. Um, it's finished in a Larceny barrel. It is a L, um, but it's good. 20 bucks, 1999. It's the 2020. It's got a green little label at the top of the neck. 20 bucks, and you don't need to drink any more that night. Ah, you probably might, might want might want to have something to finish off the night, but it, it's it's pretty stout, you know, being being where it's at. You know, at that 14.6, you're drinking quite a bit of it. You know, it's uh, what would you say, 16.9 ounces? What you said it was, pint and nine ounces. I think so. So. Those are the way to score it out and go from there. So this is, uh, if you want to find us, you can find us on bourbonbarreltalk at gmail.com. That's a good way to email us. Uh, our website is bourbonbarreltalk, www.bourbonbarreltalk.com. You've got us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Tweet, tweet. Uh, and uh, that's the best way to get in touch with us whenever you want to talk about bourbon with your favorite bourbon podcast. Also, don't forget to hit the share button and the subscribe button. Um, we love it when people are sharing our content and we love it when our listeners are subscribing that way they're getting that download as soon as it comes out. So this is Scott, OFO fanboy, Josh signing out. Peace.